Hello and welcome to Tipsy VP, episode 20th February 2020, a weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve your social media. Tipsy VP is brought to you by Virtual Pillars Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. This week's weekly tipsy, eight steps to generate sales on website. Mm-hmm. Selling something isn't easy, even with all the technology and tools ready available to us today. Social media, websites, and other lead generation tools may grease the buyer's journey, but a buyer will still have to go through the same journey. Mm-hmm. Anyone telling you they can give you sales of a product nobody has ever heard of instantly is not telling you the full truth. If you are trying to gain leads and sales from a website and want to know how it's done, we are sharing the eight steps to be done in that order. Mm-hmm. And the first one, build your inbound team. A specialized inbound team is dedicated to planning and executing your marketing strategies. They include a marketing strategist, content copywriter, designer, web developer, and marketing coordinator. Starting from the very end, where you state what KPI you want to achieve, the team works backwards to build a roadmap to achieving it. This is usually done through the buyer's journey where we convert potential customer from being strangers to your product to a customer, and then to a promoter. So there is a lot of work that goes on to actually building a marketing strategy. And mm-hmm. the, the people that involve here include the marketing strategist, content copywriter, designer, web developer, and mar- marketing coordinator. Mm-hmm. And when they build a marketing strategy, they build in based on the buyer's journey that mm-hmm. goes from, let's say, on the very left end, which is converting uh, potential customers from being strangers, like they've never heard of you before, all mm-hmm. the way to becoming a customer and then potentially becoming a promoter of your brand as well. Mm. Every customer needs to go through the same journey. We cannot throw a brand or a product that nobody has ever heard of that doesn't solve any problem mm. that is not prevailing and expect people to buy it. True, true. It's like, you know, 10 years ago, you just throw Grab and ask people to use Grab. You exactly. No, <laughs> nobody would. Like, uh, what is this? Imagine if, exactly, if, Imagine if GrabPay comes out, mm. came out 10 years ago. Nobody would use it. Nobody would want to use it. People don't even understand what they need to use Exactly. It. And then that was during a time when people didn't even want to buy things online because credit card scamming was such a big problem. Mm. And the, the user behavior is still very much cash, solid cash and check, yes. checkbook. Yep. So yeah. Mm. Number two, audit current marketing. It is, important, it is important to know where we are in terms of marketing before we set out to build what we want. Auditing your current performance will also shed light on why certain things are not working as they should. Common questions to ask are, what is your current budget? Does it need to be increased and why? What marketing assets we currently have? Websites, social media, email marketing, etc. What activities are we performing now? How are all of them performing and why? Mm. So the question here is, we need to have why are they performing? Why are they not performing? Why are we spending this much? Does it need to be increased? Why does it need to be, why does the budget need to be increased? Mm. So when we ask the questions why, instead of just identifying what works and what doesn't, it gives us more details on the reasons why they are working and not working. So to say the data inside, what does, what does the number tells you? What does the number tell you? It's not just about finding the numbers, but finding the meaning of the numbers. <laughs> yeah, true. Finding, I think the algorithm can do it just you know, yeah. easy for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You understand the numbers really, really well. That's true. Yep. All right. The third one, defining marketing goals. Clear marketing goals make it easier to understand them. We start by asking questions like, why are you selling and what are you selling? What is your business trying to achieve? What does it want people to do? 
using SMART, that SMART goal, to better define your goals. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. So yeah, things you learn from college. Yeah. Just that you've forgotten. It's, yeah, then... These are pretty basic stuff, but it's uh, it's what sets out, it's what gets it started, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's one thing that you said, which are very, which is very compelling as well, which is the first question to ask, which is why are you selling what you are selling? Mm-hmm. It's not just about what are you selling, but why are you selling it? Correct, correct. Finding out the answer is like finding out your purpose of your company. Like, you know, the purpose of life. Why why you was your company? Story. People are caught a hook into story. Yes. You know, like, why do you create uh, this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, let's say, uh, it's called what? Uh, the oh, uh, woman, postpartum. Uh, postpartum uh, service. Oh, because last time I used to have a baby and then the baby died because of, you know, mm. this kind of thing. Or and maybe I had the most painful postpartum because nobody knew what to do and nobody could give me advice on what to do. My grandma gave me the advice and then my friend gave me another advice. This kind of thing. And I could not go out and find the the ingredients to make the the food that helps me heal. Mm -hmm. And And the baby keep taking my time away from my sleep time. (laughs) These kinds of pains. So every single company, every single brand has a reason for being in existence identifying why why you are here and why you are selling what you're selling is very important. Mm-hmm. All right, next one is defining your buyer personas and journey. Here we answer who are the people who, are trying, who we are trying to sell to. It is common for brands to say we know who their target audience is, but most of the times there are actually errors. I mean, we, we think we know our audience, but we may not know fully. It's better to run ads, testing hypotheses to get a metrics that proves it. For example, let's say our hypothesis is this. Demographics are male between ages 24 and 35. Mm-hmm. We run an advertisement that sparks the interest that will return metrics that will either prove or discredit that assumption. For example, if we are selling car parts or mm-hmm. if we are selling uh, uh, car replacement or, or uh, accessories and everything like that. We assume that they are males between 24 and 35. When we run the advertisement to show the interest, when the metrics come in, all of a sudden we see, hey, there is a huge amount of females that is involved in it as well. So because of that, we can think about, because it changes, then we know that there is a new persona, new buyer persona in our audience that we didn't know actually exists before this. Mm-hmm. Other personas also include... <clears throat> Person's role in the company or household, what, whether they are a decision maker or not, how many other decision makers are there, and how big a weight that person puts in the decision making process. Mm-hmm. Their desired gains, what is it that they hope to achieve? Mm-hmm. The pains or problems that you are trying to help them solve. That is also very important because sometimes we assume that we are trying to solve problem A, but actually there are, problem, there are people with problem B that also can be solved with our product as well. We don't know until we try it out, yeah, right? True, true. And what is their story? Everybody has a story and everybody has a point where they are getting from point A to point B and using our product and service, it helps makes them, gets them to point B faster. Makes their life easier. Last makes their life easier. So basically, it's just to catch their pain point yes. in life. Right? It's all about good storytelling. It's all about um, <laughs> understanding their buyer's journey and being part of their buyer's journey. Mm-hmm. And what the buyer's journey include like? So they include things like how did they come across your brand, mm-hmm. right? Um, where did it happen? What was the first time the person heard of your brand or seen your brand? How did they make comparisons between you and competitors? What are the criteria that come into play? 
we know that many things come, many criteria come into play when making a decision. For example, if you are buying two cars, a Toyota and a Honda, right? Mm -hmm. You do a, a pros and cons comparison. And what is it that makes you buy one brand over the other? Okay. Being, uh, two of them being almost equally identical in terms of quality and pricing, mm -hmm. right? What makes you decide either A or B? And um, how do they make their decisions? And most important also is how do they buy? Where do they buy it? The website? Do they buy it from social media? Do they... Platform lessons. What kind of platforms do they use to buy? Okay. So we need to be there and we need to be there when they make the, the purchase decision and not ask them to be where we want them to be. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. All right. Now the fifth one, build your marketing plan. Here is where your inbound team uses all the information they gathered to build a plan for your brand. They include everything from creating contents for awareness, conversions, and building landing pages that will capture their interest all the way down to sales. We have to be patient when starting out. Rushing through will only defer your potential buyers from your brand. Remember that social media is filled with noise today, and the only way to cut through is proper and honest branding. Mm -hmm. So with all the information we have built from step one to step four, this is the part where your entire inbound team will start to build the marketing plan. Mm -hmm. And they, they include content, they include conversions, and they include landing pages and sales points and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So that this is where the campaign calendar is built. Yep, that's true. Number six, build your landing page. While content is being posted on social media to generate buzz, your web developer will need to come up with a simple but compelling landing page to answer all looming questions they may have. It should also serve as the final point before making a purchase. Landing pages should flow by giving answers to top questions like what it is, why is it cool, and what problems they fix. Finally, it should have e-commerce checkouts for the purchase. Landing pages should also have a blog or resource section for further reading and information gathering. So by that means another referral, would, uh, another example would be Lazada's feedback section. Is that correct? Perhaps. Okay. Um, and also let's say Lazada's, if we are in the page of Lazada, we look at a certain product and they mm -hmm. also have, let's say all the information they have, like it always starts with the pictures, mm -hmm. all the pictures, maybe like five pictures, 10 pictures. And then it talks about, then below that is the name of the product mm -hmm. and the key descriptions of the product. What colors do they have? The what size do they have? What okay. diameters? How does it look like? What is it used for? What's the and then, and then further down, you have the uh, detailed product description. Mm -hmm. Like um, the, let's say for example, if you're buying something with uh, like a mobile device or something, it has all Bluetooth 4.0, how, how big is your battery? All these kind of things are all in there. And then it goes down to uh, related products or, or you know, you can buy now or something like that. Okay, got it. Okay. Then it goes down to all the related products so that you can make a comparison between this and other products that you may also be interested oh, in. So yeah, you're, you may also be interested in this, this, this product. Yes. Then see. Yes. Okay, got it. Okay. So the, the landing, treat the landing page like how Lazada builds their, each of the product page and you mm -hmm. kind of know because when we look for products, we want questions answered. How many ports are there? What kind of, what they use? What kind of size is the battery and everything like this? And then is it like, uh, is, is the service fast enough or not? This kind of yes, thing? is the service fast enough? Does it come with customer service? Uh, all these kind of things. So the more questions we answer in the landing page, the, bet the easier it is for a person to make the decision to buy. True, true. All right. Now, seven, publish the content. This includes blogs and blogs, social media posts, premium content to generate leads, and more. 
All these content should be scheduled based on the level of warmth your brand has with the audience. Too salesy, too early, and you risk turning them off. Content should, be also, should also be promoted via boost and ads. Since you already have the balls rolling, add more momentum with the paid ads. This, this for Facebook and Instagram specifically? Is all kinds, all kinds of it. Um, okay. Assuming that most people will use social media to do uh, their content. Mm -hmm. So once the content goes out, the best thing to do is to put a little bit of money to boost your posts, mm -hmm. uh, run advertisements, keep the momentum rolling and uh, add, add more mo momentum into your campaign mm -hmm. so that you get more bang for your buck. Like for us, for example, um, there are a few times when we see in case studies, some brands work, some brands work on their first launch because they spend a lot of money advertising in the, in the beginning. Correct. Um, and if they do advertising, even if people do not buy, people actually know that you exist. At least they remember the brand. Yeah. Okay, like, set. Yeah. Like for example, um, I bought this pants, which is what is it called? Um, a million miles or something like that. Okay, some, the new one. Yeah, it's just some generic pants. And when I got my first batch, um, I met up with friends and they said, hey, this is that that brand, right? Mm -hmm. Then they, then I said, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you, when did you buy it? Because I was waiting for mine, my batch to come and oh, it got delayed. And okay. then it became a conversation piece and someone comes in and says, hey, what is this about? What right. is this pants? And and we talked to them about it and and they actually went to, to make a pre-order as well. Okay. So, and how I found out was because, and how we found out was because there were ads running on mm -hmm. it before, like ads running to, to pre-order okay, okay. the, the pants. So we did the pre-order. So we were one of the few ones to, to get it. Okay. And then we were wearing it and we were telling people about it. People uh, asking us about it because so they you were- So you're the word of mouth now. Yeah. So it, it creates these things. And, and I wouldn't have known, we wouldn't have known that these pants exist if not for advertisement. Yeah, and remarketing. Uh. And remarketing. And they were running ads and content at the same time. So it was quite an aggressive thing. I don't say it's unusually aggressive. It's necessarily aggressive because most people hold on to this idea now that they want to be like Facebook. Mm -hmm. They want to be like Gmail where they don't run a single advertisement and they want their product and service to be the hype of the century. Uh, they've already done their part. Yeah, it, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that because for Facebook, Facebook was answering a very, very crucial uh, question and fixing a very crucial problem on social media. Mm -hmm. And Gmail was fixing a very crucial problem on emailing as well. Mm -hmm. So if your brand and product is not fixing a crucial problem that is like revolutionary, you need to run ads. Yeah, correct. Especially when now you know, business kind of page is all losing its track. Exactly. If so it's losing its track, you can, you can make the... The most hoo ha you want, and if you don't open up the windows and let the outside people hear you, you're you're screwed. Yeah, <laughs> you're just earning money. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> last last one, number eight. Evaluate progress, report and test. Quite possibly, the most important part of the entire flow is this one. Mm -hmm. If we don't know why something is working or not, we won't know how to improve. Every time an audience is responding to our content or ads, we are indirectly telling us that they are liking, they are indirectly telling us that they're liking or disliking a content, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes they tell you something, but their behavior is the one that is most honest. Mm. If they behave negatively towards a content, it is a sign that they don't like the content, which is also a sign that they don't like what is in that content, which is possibly the product. Mm, correct. 
knowing the, the trends can help us tweak the content and even the product itself. Mm. So it is very important to get all the metrics back, learn from it, figure out what can go wrong, what is right, what is wrong, and then go back to the start and rebuild version two again. Yeah, correct. So it's sort of, sort of to say like, like audience, let's say you want to sell halal bakwa to, yeah. to, to, to Malay community, but then inside your content, you have the word pot. Or yes. Barbie. Yes. <laughs> no, yeah. It, uh, what is it called? Uh, not culture. Cultural sensitivity. Yes. Cultural sensitivity. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you yep. have to really, really. And possibly it. even change the word bakwa to something else. Mm, like, right. Like um, premium jerky or meat. <laughs> something like flattened meat. Flattened meat. Like beef jerky or chicken jerky uh-huh. or you know these kinds of words. Like for example, um, it was one of the case study where um, A and W they had root beers. So, because the Muslims cannot drink beer, alcoholic beer. So, they got offended by the word beer. Not offended, but they, they had the impression that as long as the word beer is in root beer, mm-hmm. they assume that it, has, it, alcohol it has alcohol content in it. So, what they did was they actually removed, changed the word from root beer to RB. Mm-hmm. And what happens is after a while and, a li- and quite a lot of aggressive marketing, sales of root beer increased. increased. Okay. So, Cultural sensitivity, it's, uh, these, kind of, these are the kind of things that, uh, that matter. And you get these findings by running tests, mm, correct? And proving hypotheses. Feedback of the, you know, the audience, lah, so to say. Yeah, feedback of audience. Of course, if you ask them directly, they, they will say, no, I, I don't see any problem, but their behavior is the it's one that proves the action. The action. Like, but it's, oh, you act very nice, but, then, but you didn't see Finnish war. You, you straight away away. Oh. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, so, you know, study all these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so that's. Um, Here's a roundup for this week's weekly tipsy. Eight steps to generate sales on website. Number one, build your inbound team, which includes a marketing strategist, content copywriter, designer, web developer, and marketing coordinator. Mm-hmm. Number two, audit your current marketing strategy to find out what, it, what works and what doesn't work and how to improve. Number three, define marketing goals. Use SMART goals. That stands for specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Mm-hmm. Once you have that, you define your buyer's persona, ju- a persona and journey to understand who your buyers actually are uh, in terms of demographics, psychographics, and uh, how long they take to make a purchase and what journey they take. Then number five, with all the information you have, build your marketing plan with your inbound team. Build your landing page uh, that is simple and full of information. Um, and then that should actually finish with a call to action or an e-commerce button to mm-hmm. make the purchase. Number seven, publish the content. Let it go out. Not too salesy in the beginning, which should also be boosted and turned into advertisement so that the reach is increased because the momentum will get better. Mm-hmm. And number eight, get all the data back, evaluate, process, report, and test it figure out what goes wrong, what went wrong, what didn't go wrong, why it did or did not, and then you can build version two, which is better than version one. All right. All right. So that's all for Tips CVP this week. Tips CVP podcast is part of Social Media Weekly and is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Tips CVP episode 28, February 2020. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. Au revoir. Sayonara. Sayonara.